Hello and welcome to the Kidney Ally Nutrition Podcast, the one and only podcast where we tackle the hardest questions around what constitutes a good, healthy kidney diet. Whether you're a patient, a carer, a nephrologist, or a dietitian, I'm sure you'll learn something new today about what constitutes a good, healthy kidney diet. Hey guys, welcome back to the Kidney Ally Nutrition Podcast. Uh, My name is Carl Jurassic. I'm a transplant patient and the co-founder of Kidney Ally. And this is my co-host, Ruth. Hi, everyone. Um, I'm Ruth Kanzer, dietitian. Sorry. No, uh, that's perfectly fine. We're a bit rusty because we've come back from uh, to season two now. We haven't been here for a few months. I've actually now in Australia, I was in the UK before. So I'm actually in the other side of the world from Ruth. We're still going to do this. We're back for a second season now. And we've heard a lot of your feedback on trying to make it shorter, snappier, and much more related to food. So this season, we're going to be bringing in all about food and cooking with awesome things for kidney disease. And this episode is all going to be about cooking with potassium. So how to learn about cooking with potassium. And the way this season is going to work is we're not going to have it on this episode, but on our next episode, we're actually going to bring in a kidney expert every single time on a new section where we'll learn something new from someone else in our community, be it be that a doctor, a dietitian, someone else of a patient that we want to speak to about all the topics to do primarily with cooking and how to cook better for kidney disease. So we're going to kick off this episode now, which is all about um, cooking with potassium. And first question over to our amazing mastermind of Ruth is um, kind of, does everyone re- really need to worry about this episode if you're kind of seeing it for the first time and going, oh, I haven't worried about cooking with potassium? Is that, is that really for everyone? So um, so like we've just discussed before, we have a podcast all about potassium. Um, but no, you don't need to worry about potassium unless your blood levels are high. Um, so unless you've got a high blood level of potassium and your doctor or your clinical nurse specialist will let you know um, only then you need to worry about potassium. Potassium as such will not damage kidneys. It won't do anything to you um, if your levels are normal. If you've, got, if you've got high levels, then you are at risk of a very serious heart problem. Um, so you need to manage your levels. And usually levels are between 3.5 and 5.3. Um, but also remember that levels are affected by other things as well. And we've talked about that in our previous podcast. So have a look there if you worried about the potassium. So that's really important. I think like that I had always worried about potassium being a transplant patient. And when I kind of learned that from Ruth about not really need to focusing on it at all, because it's not a worry. Just if, when you read this podcast, don't worry about it if it's not an issue or ask your doctor or nephrologist, is my potassium okay? Yeah. And then you can crack on with eating everything with potassium. But for the people that are having troubling issues with potassium, might be cool to talk about, particularly food, the main food groups that have high potassium in there. So when you're shopping in the supermarket, be careful of these particular foods because they might be high in potassium. So which ones do you reckon they would be, Ruth? Okay, so just to mention, also we've said this in our podcast, but there's lots of different low potassium lists out there and every list is different from each other so just go with the one that you've been given or choose one and stick with that but make sure it's reliable that's the first thing the second thing is the highest potassium foods are those in 
fruits and vegetables, but not all fruit and not all vegetables high potassium, so it depends. So um, vegetables, it's not really a vegetable, but potatoes are particularly high potassium. Spinach is high, Brussels sprouts are high, um, parsnip is high, um, beetroot is high. And then with fruits, so um, things like rhubarb, mango, bananas, um, blackberries, um, and more exotic fruits are can um, custard apple can be very high potassium. So again, please do do some do some investigating, have a look. Um, also, one thing to mention is food labels. So in different countries, different um, different analysis on food labels. In America, they've started putting potassium on food labels, but not every product is analysed for potassium. So if it says zero it's likely it's not been analysed for potassium. It doesn't mean that it's got no potassium in there. Okay, that's a really important point. Um, and also, sorry, just to go back on the fruits, tomatoes are quite high potassium as well. And nuts and chocolate are high potassium. Yeah, it must get really hard to juggle once your blood start going warped and finding the right one. Yeah. But I think yeah. keeping to that one list of truth and then not getting too worried about lots of things coming out and seeing different parts of information, just one, one source of truth, speak to your nephrologist or your dietitian and make sure you you kind of, but the, the really cool thing is that, which actually can do this on today's podcast is show you how to kind of reduce the potassium in food. Yeah. Like we're actually going to do a demonstration a bit later. So we're going to cut now to um, at a commercial break, which we didn't think we'd be doing in season two. We're, we're, we've um, been sponsored by Anna Louisa Jewelry. So we'll be cutting to that now and then coming back to you guys with um, the next part of the section for a cooking demonstration on potassium. Yes, we are being sponsored this season by Anna Louise Jewelry. Uh, they've reached out to us recently because of the success of season one podcast and they're happily sponsoring the second season of our podcast. And it's exciting times for us as Kidney Ally, but to have a fantastic partner such as Anna Louise Jewelry. They are basically an eco-friendly jeweler with really, really, really affordable prices on fantastic jewelry. Um, I recently got a pair for my mom and her face when I got it was fantastic, which is great for upcoming Mother's Day because I'm gonna get her another piece. Um, and also they have jewelry starting at, you know, as small as $39, which is great if you wanted to buy a quick gift for your partner or, you know, a significant other. Um, they've also kind of got jewelry going every single Friday, so it's kind of new stuff all the time. Um, and I think it's fantastic and it's a great lifesaver actually for upcoming with Mother's Day. And the awesome thing about um, this partnership we've got this season is that for um, upcoming Mother's Day, they've got a special offer just for Kidney Ally listeners. So you just need to go to the AnnaLouisa.com slash Kidney Ally. I'll leave the um, link in the bio again so you guys can get, get access but with buying one a second piece is 40% off which is bananas so you can actually get um, something for yourself and then something 40% off for someone else so it's really good deal for anyone that listens to Kidney Ally hit that link again that's analouisa.com slash Kidney Ally. Again, we'll leave the link in the bio and the description so you can get quick access. And that's for anyone that listens to this podcast. Just go there and you'll be able to access the discount. Go check it out. Fantastic stuff, eco-friendly, and a great partner and friend of Kidney Ally team. Check out those guys. It's awesome. They're getting behind kidney disease and interesting that they've got some really cool eco-friendly jewelry. 
And now we're actually back in a different place. It's Ruth's kitchen. And she's gonna take us through a demonstration now of um, how to kind of particularly reduce potassium on some foods. So um, if you're gonna make, so if you've got a high potassium level, um, we want you to have vegetables because you need vegetables for vitamins and minerals. Some of the vitamins do boil out when you boil them um, and you can get a, a multi-vitamin um, just for kidney patients. So, and we can talk about that another time and there's a lot of information of that in, in the group. Um, but in terms of vegetables, okay, I'm just doing vegetables today. So if you, if you really want to have potatoes and you really fancy potatoes, I really recommend, so what I've done here is I've, um, I've cut them up quite small and actually, I've, I'll just show you, I've soaked them overnight. Can you see? I've soaked them overnight um, and, um, and now I'm going to boil them up. Okay, so you put them in a pan, so I've got a pan here with lots of water and I've cut them, you know, quite small pieces, not tiny because otherwise some are a bit smaller than others, not tiny. And then I'm going to boil them up, okay? So if I decide, if I really fancy, let's say, some potato and leek soup, for example, or you want to make a casserole, I would suggest giving them a really good boil for about good 10 to 15 minutes, take them out, throw away the water, and then put them into whatever you want to make them. So then add them with your casserole meat, or you could um, make a soup with them, with the leeks. I think the leeks you don't really need to boil up, but potatoes definitely need to boil up. Or add them to whatever it is you want to have, or you can make mashed potatoes, or you can go and roast them. Um, you can do whatever you want, but you must boil them first for a good 10 minutes, okay? So that's potatoes. And then... And just, boiling that, just boiling that, does the boiling reduce the potassium? Is yeah, so by boiling it, you probably reduce the potassium by about one third. So it's not, it doesn't make it potassium free, but it reduces it quite a lot. And if you're somebody who loves potatoes, then that is kind of ideal for you. Um, and that's, and that's, that's great, okay? But again, even if you've got high potassium, I would suggest only having potatoes twice a week, okay? If you're on dialysis and your potassium is perfect and you can get away with having it more, by all means, but if you're if you're CKD one to four, one to five, and you're not on dialysis, you've got to be really careful with with potatoes because they're really high potassium. Okay, okay, so that's potatoes, and then what I've got here as well is I've got some I've got a whole load of vegetables I've cut up, and um, so I I also soaked these last night. So I've got some carrots I've cut up really small. I've got some courgettes I've cut up small. Um, I've got some swede, I've cut up small, can't find it. What is swede? Swede is rutabag. Ah. Rutabag? Rutabag. I love swede. So Here, swede as well. And what I'm going to do actually, I was going to make a soup. Um, so again, if you, if you want to um, make a stir fry or a soup or some cooked vegetables, just cut them up small. You don't always need to soak them overnight, that's the truth. I just did it to prepare for today. Um, cut them up small, put them in, in some water, and then give them a good boil up, okay? And you could also do this if you're going to do a stir fry. You could cut up some carrots, cut up some courgettes, 
um, and then boil them, you know, just for a few minutes, take out a bit of potassium and then chuck them into a stir fry with lovely sesame oil and low sodium soy sauce and that is delicious, okay? And you could put bean sprouts in and bean sprouts are actually a low potassium vegetable. So, um, so, that's, so that's fine. Um, there's no problem with that. Um, and then also if you want to make, let's say, um, like um, a vegetable pie or you want to make um, a frittata, you could just boil them up for a few minutes, throw away the water and then put in the vegetables to whatever you're making. Or if you want to have roast, if you like roasted vegetables, boil them up and then put the vegetables on a, on a, on a tray. Spray oil, there's a, there's a great spray oil you can get, spray oil. Add some um, garlic or any seasoning that you like, just not salt. Put them in the oven for 20 minutes and roast it for 20 minutes. Okay, so that's the best way to cook vegetables when you need a low potassium diet. Thank you. Adventure. Ruth, you've magically appeared back in the bedroom. and um, But it is, uh, uh, thanks for the demonstration. And I think seeing physically cooking potassium makes it much easier. So the main thing is making sure you boil the vegetables before you use it for whichever recipe. And it just reduces by potassium by a third. It doesn't fix everything, but it does reduce it significantly. Um, but that's it for this week. We're trying to make it snappy. But the next episode is going to be the debut in season two of bringing a third person on the show. So bringing on a, an expert for a specific topic. So look out for that one in the new section that we've got. And thanks again for joining and welcome back for another season of the Kidney Ally Nutrition Podcast. Bye, Thanks, everyone. Guys.